What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. You know, I found if I uh, unmute my mic, uh, I, I come across a lot better. Hey, uh, good morning, guys. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. That's right. We're back here uh, in the, the, the friendly confines of Hank's Estates here on Whitehall Drive in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. Today is Tuesday, May the 23rd in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 865 of the Brian Hank Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they will be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But we've got a we've got another good show here for you today, folks. Uh, joining me in less than 20 minutes. In fact, he doesn't even know this. It's probably going to be 15 minutes. We, uh, uh, I just want to get, I want to jump to him and get to him here this morning. He's our regular Tuesday guest. He's a news editor of the Carteret County News Times and CarolinaCoastOnline.com. He's also our NBA and hoops expert. He's also our good friend, Richard Clark. The NBA Eastern and Western Conference Finals have been, well, not great. But he's going to help us navigate our way through them uh, and get us ready for the NBA Finals. I feel like they're going to begin in August, but uh, realistically, They'll begin June 1st, uh, but we could have uh, Denver won last night and uh, knocked the, swept the L.A. Lakers out of the uh, NBA Finals. So uh, Boston has a chance to avoid being swept tonight. They're down three games to none. In fact, man, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, the NBA uh, championship, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals of the NHL uh, playoffs right now, the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, man, both of them, I mean, all all four series are sweeps at this point. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes got beat last night. We'll talk a little bit about that here in a moment. <coughs> um, I mean, the NBA Western and Eastern Conference Finals, 7-0, the leaders lead in that with one of them being a sweep, and the Celtics with a chance of being swept tonight. And the uh, NHL playoffs, uh, like I said, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes lost last night. They're down three games to none. Vegas Golden Knights are up two to none. So if you're doing math here, and God knows I'm really, really, really bad at it, uh, all four of those series are combined 12 nothing. the leader's lead. Ew. Yeah, I mean, hey, congratulations to the teams that are up, but uh, as fans, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of uh, uh, competitiveness there. Although, I mean, the poor Carolina Hurricanes, why don't well, I tell you what, let me tell you who we've got. Like I said, we've got Richard Clark here in our first hour. And then in our second hour, we're going to be joined by the play-by-play voice of the uh, East Carolina University Pirates baseball team, Scott Scooter Rogers. He will be live from Clearwater, Florida. Uh, the Pirates began playing the AAC 
baseball tournament in Clearwater today against South Florida. And uh, Scooter is going to be giving us everything you need to know heading into that matchup. Uh, you can listen to him, and we'll say this several times today too. Uh, you can either go to uh, ecupirates.com, and you can listen to him do the play-by-play there. Uh, it's going to be on ESPN+, Plus or uh, listen to him on the radio at 94.3, the game out of Greenville. They have a, a pretty strong signal into uh, Lenora County, and uh, you can listen to, again, one of the good guys, Scott Scooter Rogers, uh, as he'll be delivering uh, the the uh, the uh, game by or the play-by-play uh of the uh, of that game Ugh, sorry man i'm struggling listen uh before we jump into anything and uh we we just need to we need to chat for a minute here about uh he's a regular here on this show uh we've talked about him uh several times in the, in the past few days uh, without going into any kind of detail obviously uh but just wanted to uh get you guys called up uh, i put a facebook post out there last night but uh, if you haven't heard, and I don't know how you haven't heard, I've been just inundated with uh, with messages and with text messages and DMs and everything since we put it out there last night. But uh, I'm just going to read straight from it. I think this is the best way to do it. Just a serious life update on uh, one of Kinston's all-timers, our dear friend. And uh, he's a friend to everyone. If you know him, uh, you're a friend of his. He's just such a good guy. Junius Smith III. He's our uh, regular Wednesday uh, contributor here on the show. Uh, you know how we do Monday through Friday. Our first hour is, is the same person. Junius has been our uh, Wednesday guy, and uh, uh, just and even more than that. I mean, he's just such a good guy. He's coming up on his tenth anniversary of being in uh, in our little neck of the woods. He grew up in Fayetteville, and uh, just you know, just very much beloved. But anyway, uh, Junius Smith third. If you've attempted to contact him in the past week or so. He's been unable to talk to you because he's been in the hospital. Uh, Junius uh, has a small mass against his brain, and surgeons are going to remove it uh, this morning. In fact, uh, I just got a text message from his mom we're, as we're live right now. Uh, thank you, Linda. Uh, as uh, as we're talking right now, I just received a, a text from his mom uh, well, about 20 minutes ago, uh, but let me just get to everything first here. He has a small mass against his brain, and surgeons are going to re- uh, remove it this morning. Uh, he had been having terrible migraine headaches the past couple of months. Uh, doctors discovered the mass about a week ago, and uh, in fact, uh, I, last Monday, a week ago yesterday, they put him into a medical coma so they could perform an MRI on it and other things and determine it needed to be removed ASAP. Uh, his mother and father have uh, been at his side since the discovery of the mass. It's been a uh, family decision for him not to have his phone or be on social media until he is in recovery from the surgery. So, again, if you've attempted to contact him since last Monday, that's why he's not returned your call or message. Uh, his parents have asked me not to disclose uh, which hospital he's at because they don't want him overwhelmed with calls or visitors at this time. They want him to concentrate on getting better, which is 100% totally understandable. Uh, I was honored. I got to spend a few hours with him yesterday, and his mood is good. I mean, they have uh, brought him out of the medical coma uh, because they wanted to just uh, get his input on some of the things, some of the decisions that uh, that they've had to make for him. Or they wanted him, like I said, they wanted his input on some of them. His parents wanted him to be a part of uh, the, the decision process, too. Uh, but like I said, I got a chance to hang out with him yesterday. Man, we talked about everything. We he 
being knocked out like that and not having uh, his uh, phone or being around social media or anything, uh, he just wanted to get caught up on everything. So I told him everything is going on in the area and uh, all the sports and everything. Uh, of course, he wanted to brag about his Denver Nuggets. Now, this is before they played last night against the Lakers and knocked them out, but if somebody put up on social media, I thought it was uh, that it was really good that he's the only Denver Nuggets fan they know, and I'm in the same boat. It's like wow, when I, I sat and thought about it, I know fans of pretty much every, well, not every other team. I don't know fans of all 30 teams in the NBA, but uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, JS3 is uh, the only Denver Nuggets fan that I know. And think about it with you as you're listening right now. When you think, who who are Denver Nuggets fans that I know, or who are Lakers fans I know, everybody's a Lakers fan. Celtics, same deal. We've got, of course, with the Hornets being in Charlotte, everybody's a Charlotte. Not, you know a lot of Charlotte Hornets fans. But how many Denver Nuggets fans you know? Well, let me tell you, it's Junius Smith III, and uh, I just thought it was neat that going into his surgery this morning, they, uh, they knocked the Lakers out and clinched their spot in the NBA Finals. So I thought that was kind of neat. But, uh like I said, I got to spend a, a few hours with him yesterday. He wanted to get caught up on everything. Uh, he wanted to talk to Linda, so we called Linda. Uh, we we called a, a buddy of his. I think that lives. I think he lives in Seattle, Washington, and uh, just hung out. It was fun, just hanging out with my boy, just watching. Uh, we were. He had, it, man, I got to tell you, this is the hospital he's at. And I've, obviously, they've asked me not to reveal the hospital, but. Uh, the hospital that he's at, he's got this big screen TV in his room. And when I say big screen, I mean, I'm not talking like a, like a 25 inch or a 30 inch. It's like a 40, 45 inch TV, uh, in his, in his hospital room. And he's just, he's, he's watched a lot of sports. He, he's, he's excited about that, but, um, I don't know guys, uh, Junius is my friend more than anything. We brought him in here. 10 years ago, it'll be June 6th, it'll be the 10-year anniversary of uh, him starting as the government reporter at the Kinston Daily Free Press. Uh, just did a tremendous job uh, with that. He left for Atlanta for about three months. The Associated Press hired him. He decided it wasn't for him and uh, decided to uh, come back up to uh, Eastern North Carolina. And it was at a really good time for me. We had just lost our sports editor uh, who had left to go to uh, the Raleigh News and Observer, and uh, he and that was during the time when I was uh, going through uh, all my stuff with Tina. Which, by the way, happy birthday, Tina! And uh, he uh, contacted me, said he was going to be leaving Atlanta, and like it, just the timing couldn't have been more perfect. I mean, you want to talk about the easiest hire I ever made in my life as an editor or as a sports editor? Uh, it was bringing Junius back to cover sports for the Kinston Free Press. And he was amazing, as I knew he would be. Like I said, he was a great government reporter, had established a good rapport with all our uh, with all our government officials and everything. And uh, it, it was again, I got to tell you, I've I've made some, uh, I've made a lot of hires in my time as a sports editor and editor of the Free Press, and uh, hiring Junius as a sports editor in 2014 was uh, as easy as it came did a tremendous job there and you know what he's done uh, throughout the rest of his career here um but uh listen and this is what i wrote and uh, I'll, I'll say it again is uh well surgery isn't going to start around seven fifteen like we hoped it looks like it's going to be a little bit later I, I will read to you straight from the message that his mom sent me 
they've uh, come to do the assessment, but they're still waiting to come and get him and take him to surgery. So uh, that's as of now, if you listen to this in the three o'clock hour, hopefully uh, everything is done and everything has gone great. But if you listen to us live right now at uh, 7, 12 a.m. on Tuesday, May the 23rd in the year of the Lord, 2023, that's where we stand right now with Junius is uh, is still uh, they're waiting in his room. They've uh, uh, they're getting ready to take him back here momentarily. But uh, listen, if you uh, like I said, if you're the praying type of person. And, uh, and I know a lot of his friends are, I mean, and believe me, we put that post up, uh, last night, uh, Linda and I posted it, uh, last night and, uh, let me see as of right now, there've been, I've never seen this before. Well, I've seen a lot of likes. I've had a lot of likes for 575, uh, likes, 290 comments, 296 shares. So the news is out there that, uh, about Junius, but, uh, listen, if you're a praying person, uh, I, I just ask, you know, hey, drop your knees. If you're driving in right now, you know, throw throw a prayer up for JS3. Uh, he, This is a, a scary time, really scary time uh, right now. And uh, we all love him, love him to death. I know he's not going to hear this until everything is over, but uh, that's going to be the awesome part of this is just uh we know everything's going to go great i really do i mean i've got uh, faith i've got uh peace within my soul and i just i really feel like uh everything's going to go well this morning for uh, junius so uh please like i said uh throw a prayer up for him and uh when he gets out of this it's just going to be amazing for him to see uh, all the uh all just all the positivity and all the uh, comments and everybody that loves that man uh, he is, uh, he's an incredible person. I mean, he really is. We've been so blessed, like I said, coming up on 10 years and talking about how time flies. You just don't realize how fast time goes. Well, here you go. I mean, he, um, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Listen, uh, love you, Junius. And, uh, I hope he feels all this just tidal wave and this, uh, this bunch of, uh, positivity coming his way from Kinston, Lenore County and, and throughout Eastern North Carolina, uh, as, uh, he's getting ready to go through a pretty tough time this morning, but it's going to go great. Listen, uh, I, I know I've had people, uh, we'll stay on the genius topic here for a second. I've had a few people, including uh, Tracy Leary, who just, uh, texted me right now, uh, wanting to know, is there anything we can, is there anywhere we can donate to help Junius with medical expenses, lost wages, that kind of stuff? Not yet, but that's one of the things that, uh, Linda and I were talking about yesterday. And I mean, obviously we'll wait till he comes out of this and, uh, I'll talk to his parents. I've uh, been talking to him, uh, every day since last week. And, uh, we, we'll establish something. Cause I know a lot of people out there want to help Junius uh, myself included. I mean, especially on the financial side. I mean, like Tracy said here, she's absolutely right that, uh, he is obviously every day that he spends up there, it's another day of lost wages. Uh, the, the medical expenses, I can't even, I can't even wrap my mind around what they're going to be like. But, uh, once we get that going, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, of course we'll pump it out on social media. I will, uh, let you guys know here on the show too. But uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Hey, uh, so uh, we'll talk about Junius a couple more times here during the show. I know when we get Rich up here on the line, uh, he's Junius is a good friend of both Rich and I. And, uh, I definitely am going to get his thoughts on everything too. But uh, So there you go. 
Uh, throw some prayers up for him. I mean, momentarily he will be going into surgery, and we just want everything to uh, to go well for him there. I know he's going to appreciate just all the love that's coming from here. Okay, uh, now let's talk about. Uh, you know what? That's why. <laughs> When I was in the sports department, and I learned this, I think, from Richard Walker uh, when I was in Gastonia or Chris Hobbs or somebody, but, you know, uh, we'd be in sports, you know, in the sports department at the Free Press or when I was with the Gaston Gazette or the Shelby Star, and we would talk about how, you know, the, the news people, they would work on all the, the tough stuff in the sports department. It was always like the uh, uh, the playground of the newspaper. I mean, yeah, we took our, we took our job seriously. Obviously you didn't get into uh sports reporting unless, you know, you were serious about it. And, uh, and I, uh, started all over at age 30 to, uh, to become a sports, a full-time sports reporter, um, after, uh, just other parts. But anyway, my point being here is that, uh, and I'm sorry, I know I'm all over the place this morning. It's just been, as you can imagine, it's been a, uh, pretty bizarre you know week and a half or so but anyway uh you know we've now let's let's get into the playground we've talked about the serious stuff let's get into the playground uh carolina hurricanes down uh three games to none now following a one nothing loss at the florida panthers last night on a power play goal in the second period uh game four of the Eastern Conference Finals of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs are uh is tomorrow night in Sunrise Florida so, uh, I don't know the, you know, we had, uh, both Mark Panicelli and Paul Whittington on yesterday. And we talked about the Carolina hurricanes and we think they had a chance to uh, come back and bounce back being down two to nothing and losing both those games at PNC arena. And, uh, you know, to a person, we all thought, listen, this is hockey. Anything can happen in hockey. Last night didn't help, that's for sure. Uh, falling behind uh, three games to none, there it's uh, it's going to be a tough road. Can, do I still think they can do it? Yeah. Do I think they're going to do it? Probably not. I still I would love to have one more game back at uh, PNC Arena, and to do that though, they're going to have to win uh, tomorrow night in uh, in Florida against a an eight seated uh, Panthers team that has. Uh, just been amazing i mean they knocked out uh the boston bruins the number one seed they knocked out the uh number two seed or are about to knock out the number two seed it looks like in the carolina panthers and carolina panthers the florida panthers and uh man anything can happen in the uh nhl in the nhl playoffs that is certainly for sure but uh like i said tomorrow game uh, game four of the eastern conference finals uh will be at eight o'clock it'll be on tnt tomorrow night so uh let's let's cheer on our canes and hope they can pull it out uh how about your down east wood ducks uh they did not play last night they are uh off they had a their, their one day off this week was yesterday uh they began a six game road trip in zebulon at the uh hated carolina mudcats that begins at seven o'clock today in the worst ballpark in the carolina league that's right i said it uh even uh our good friend, uh, Paul Whittington, who was on the show with us yesterday, backed me up on it. He agrees wholeheartedly too. So, uh, but, uh, they are right now, the wood ducks are a half game behind those hated Mudcats in the Carolina league North division. But you know what with six games against them up in Zebulon, a good chance for, uh, for the, uh, woodies to, uh, uh, 
to uh, make a mark in, there in, in that series. Do want to give you a heads up. I uh, got a good news tip yesterday. Like I said, with everything else going on with uh, Junius, uh, uh, kind of been away from um, sports. You know, I spent the weekend in North Wilkesboro, but uh, yesterday was a, was a pretty tough day in some ways. But long story short, uh, some uh, Carolina or uh, some Downey's Wooden Ducks news may be coming out today at some point today. I know that uh, Patrick Johnson reported uh, a couple of weeks ago that the uh, sale of the, the Downey's Wood Ducks to a team, or to not to a team, but to a, a business based out of South Carolina uh, was imminent. Uh, it hadn't been performed yet at that time, but my source told me, uh, or thought the news might come down late yesterday, but it's almost certain that uh, it's going to be released today that the Downey's Wood Ducks have officially been sold to uh, this uh, holdings company out of South Carolina, uh, which means the Texas Rangers will no longer be, they will no longer be affiliated with the Texas Rangers after this season, uh, and that the team is going to be uh, moved to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, we're, uh, from what I was told, uh, we should get the timetable of uh, when that's going to happen. Is it going to happen before the 26th season or for the 26th season? Is it going to happen for the 25th season? We don't know, but uh, we should get some clarity on that uh, later on today. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. Of course, I'll put it out on my social media. I'm sure uh, other news sources will uh, have it out on theirs too, but that should be happening today at some point. In fact, again, we thought it was going to happen yesterday, but uh, it didn't, and a good chance that's going to happen today. So just keep your keep your nose uh, or keep your ear to the uh, to your radio here on <laughs> if it happens during the show today, which I doubt, uh, because that would mean it would have to happen before 9 a.m. We'll let you know. But uh, but again, uh, the, uh, looks like the Downey's Wood Ducks will be uh, the 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 close of the sale potentially happening uh, today. And uh, there should be a press release out on it later on today at some point. So uh, if you're listening to this in the 3 o'clock hour, it may have already come out. But we'll let you know, uh, like I said, as we find out. The ECU Pirates baseball team, uh, they began the American Athletic Conference Tournament in Clearwater, Florida today. Uh, they uh, are going to be taking on the South Florida Bulls. Uh, the Pirates have won 10 of their last 11 games, and uh, they pretty much need to sweep through the tournament to secure a home regional. But we'll talk more about that in our second hour with uh, Scott Scooter Rogers, the play-by-play voice of uh, the ECU Pirates. He'll be joining us at the top of the second hour to help us talk about that. Uh, but, uh, hey, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, uh, one of my dear friends, man, if there's ever time that uh, – <laughs> That I've needed him on the show. It is this morning to, uh, I got to tell you, as I'm doing the show, and, you know, with all the serious stuff going on, we're going to get to that here in a moment, Rich. But uh, uh, sport, on the sports side, I, I'm standing on the edge of my house right now with my headphones on, uh, with my Celtics about to get swept out of the playoffs. And uh, we're not going to have NBA. If they get swept out tonight, dude, I got to ask you, I know you you know the answer to this question, but do you realize when the when the NBA finals begin? When they begin, what like overall? Yeah, yeah. What day they begin overall? If the it it doesn't matter if the Celtics end up taking it to seven games. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Uh, but if uh, they take, oh oh, it starts like next weekend, right, dude? Next Tuesday? Thir- no, Thursday, June the first. So if the Celtics <laughs> lose tonight, dude, I just gotta know. 
I, I mean, I'm not even being sarcastic here. Richard Clark, uh, who uh, Carteret County News Times, Carolina Coast Online.com, the news editor there. He is our NBA and hoops expert and lives, breathes. I mean, poor Gwen. I mean, she's a basketball widow when, uh, when the NBA starts in college basketball and all that. But uh, I don't know, poor Gwen or good Gwen. You're going to be able to show her some attention for nine days, dude, if the Celtics get, uh, <laughs> if the Celtics get swept out tonight, dude. Well, we're already there because, um, you know, I only got one game a night, and I've actually watched several movies with her over the last week because, <laughs> you know, I'm not a baseball guy per se. So it have been dark days already. <laughs> well, dude, what are you going to do if they get swept out tonight, man? Uh, I'll be watching some <laughs> some old football. I watched the uh, Super Bowl ten um, oh Sunday. Oh my god! Yeah, no, you so did. We're, we're we're in the dark days at this point. <laughs> that is too funny. Richard Clark, uh, like I said, Carteret County News Times, Carolina Coast Online dot com. Uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line right now joining us. And uh, before we get into, you know, I was talking about as someone who you're still in newspapers, has been in newspapers a, a lot of your life. We, I always like to call the sports department the the play, you know, and you used to call it that too, I think, the playground of the newspaper. I mean, don't get it twisted. We work hard in sports, but, you know, listen, it's sports. And in the grand, schemes of, the grand scheme of things, it's not, you know, the – uh, you know, it's not the serious stuff. Yes, it, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, dude. I just wanted yeah, to get your thoughts on uh, on Junius. Uh, you know, I talked about him a lot coming in to, uh, you know, coming in before we brought you up, talked about it in the monologue. And I know he's been a good friend to you for the last 10 years, as he has been to me. And I just, I don't know if you're much of a praying kind like I am, but uh, that's what I was talking about is he's uh, getting ready to go into surgery here pretty much any minute now. I just I just wanted to get your thoughts on him and his contributions and just anything you thought about the whole situation, dude. Well, I think that when you just put aside the health stuff and the, and the personal individual stuff from a purely uh, work part of it, He's doing something that you is gonna die is essentially what it amounts to. There'll be nobody doing local sports uh, here shortly, and people can think whatever they want. It just won't be like that. So what he's doing is the last of a, a dying breed, so to speak, from that standpoint. As a person, you know, I like Junius, um, so I hope everything works out. I don't know how serious it is or isn't, so I don't want to get too deep into yeah. it. Yeah, well, it as I put on Facebook yesterday and I got to spend a few hours with him and his family yesterday at the hospital. And, uh, it's pretty serious. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I mean, a lot of times people want to sugarcoat stuff and be like, Oh, this or that. It's pretty serious. I mean, he's having brain surgery. They're removing, uh, yeah, I wouldn't think it wouldn't be anything, but, but yeah. yeah. But, uh, and like I said, I just, again, I don't know, dude. I mean, you know, the stuff I've been through and the stuff you've been through in your life too. It just, we, I don't know, man, just, Prayers are appreciated. I know that for sure. I mean, his family is a very faithful family. They've had uh, their minister in there a few times, uh, you know, praying with him. And uh, if and again, I'll say it again to listeners who are listening right now. If you are the praying kind of person, this this is the time to do it, Rich. Yeah, it seems like one of those things that you know, as you get older, um, you know. Uh, it just seems to happen more. Uh, I was just commenting this before I found out any of this from Junior. Uh, I was thinking about, and, and you know, um, 
Tracy, who I uh, brought to your wedding, actually. Tracy, you, you, and, she's and your date she, at my wedding, yeah. Yeah, and she's passed away. Well, there's a whole thread of people that I met through a roommate that I had who's dead now. And I met Lisa, Tracy's sister, through that guy. She's gone now. And Tracy's gone now. And another friend that I met through Tracy is gone now. All these people are young and they're gone. And I, it just kind of occurred to me that that was what was happening uh, at some point over the weekend. And like I said, this is before I found out about Junior. So, Yeah. If there's one thing and it, it happens, the older you get, I mean, and we're, you and I are men of a certain generation, Rich, as I, I as I'll say. And, uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's tough. But, yes, but, but with someone as young as him, I mean, he's thirty three and for yes. the t- you know, it's just I don't know, man. I don't know. But I did like what, one thing you said there for sure, Rich, is that uh, what he does and his just his love for prep sports. I mean, it's not a business to him, and I'm not denigrating anybody else. This is not the time to do anything like that. But it was, you know, he would do it for free. I mean, that that's the beauty of. How much, I, dude, I'm not sure <laughs> you were a prep, a prep sports reporter and a sports reporter for a while, rich, before you got into the, the, the design and layout part of it. Would you do it for free? Well, <laughs> no. And that's why, that's why we all ended up in news Yeah, because the money was not in sports. Yeah. And let, let's be clear. If I had it all to do over again, I'd probably stay in sports. Richard Clark, I mean, you could no, 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 dude, you could not have said anything any wiser. I mean, yeah. when I was in sports, I mean, it, the free the news press, is dude, awful. It is awful, and that that was some of the best time of times of my life, dude. We're being in Gastonia and Shelby and covering sports, and then, dude, I forget Gastonia and Shelby coming here and getting to cover Reggie and you know and Brandon. Well, that was after I got into news, but you know those state championships in '08 and '10 and. When North Lenore was winning state championships in softball and baseball, and LCC went to the World Series, I got to tell you, dude, I'm 54 years old, and I look back on that, dude, and you couldn't have said anything any wiser, dude. Yeah, the money was awful. Is that is that the the FCC regulated way? Yeah. Rich? yeah. Not that it's much better on the news side. Let's not get it twisted here. I mean, it definitely is not. It definitely is not. But, uh, but, dude, I just, dude, and you were there for it. I mean. I just look back. In fact, dude, it's so funny. I was telling somebody about uh, who was I telling about that uh, special section that you and I put out. And when I say you and I, it was pretty much it was you and Michelle uh, that put it out when Quentin had decided that he was going to leave Kinston and Quentin Copels decided he was going to leave Kinston and go to that private school uh, five days before the prep football season started. Richard, do you remember that when you already had the front designed out and finished and everything and then, uh, in, in what, in, oh, yeah. in no joke, it wasn't in really just hours. the front. Yeah, exactly. It really wasn't the front because that was the, it was the, basically the middle pages as well. Because <laughs> that's where the story was. But, oh, yeah, I remember. 36 hours. And, dude, you, God, you and Rich, oh, you and Richard, you and Michelle, uh, what was it? Michelle Collins, right? Yeah. Uh, you and Michelle came up with, uh, a completely different cover. You already had, I just, I, this is the thing I remember the most dude was I'm at Bush gardens with Tina up in, uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, or wherever it is. And, uh, I had just gotten off a ride and I saw that I had a missed call from Wells Gulledge and I'm like, why would he be calling me on a Sunday? And so I, <laughs> and I call him back and he's like, okay, let me do my best. Wells here, rich. He was like, uh, well, Bo, 
got to tell you, man, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but Quentin's decided to transfer. And uh, after I voided my bladder, you know, right there in the middle yeah. of uh, <laughs> the middle of the park, that's when I – do you remember me calling you because you were my very next call? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember all that. <laughs> if I remember correctly, and, you were on the desk that day, and this is like at 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon – and uh and i'm like uh rich uh i think i said pretty much the same thing that well said yeah you're not gonna want to hear this and after uh you uh you shared a few expletives with me if i remember correctly <laughs> i'm sure i'm absolutely <laughs> sure and if i remember <laughs> i think michelle was supposed to be off that next day and so i drove back uh, there were like four or it was like tina's whole family so i ended up driving her car back uh and getting back and then we started work that sunday night on what we were going to put together, and you guys had it done. If I remember correctly, y'all had that thing done by Monday. Now, I had to write a completely new story, but it was a story I'd had in the back of my head anyway. Remember, it was about how oh, yeah. how bad football is in Lenore how County. How bad the teams were, and yeah, I remember. <laughs> hey, boy, that's an encouraging thing to kick off you know, a football season. You know, funny thing season, is, right? I, don't even, I don't even remember what that cover looked like at this point. You know what I mean? You so you and Michelle designed a graphic. It was it wasn't art from uh uh dude. Yeah, I've got it here. As I'm sitting here in my office, dude, I, it's here somewhere because I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it in the last year or so. I guess we could say that. Uh, but it's here somewhere, and I just remember just this awesome graphic of how we talked about how bad football had been in Kinston and Lenore County over the previous. Uh, you know, over the uh, in in its history since uh, Kenson had been formed in ni- Kenson High School in 1970, and North North and South North in 1964, and really compared it to surrounding counties and yeah. other yeah, programs. Yeah. And you guys build. I gave you the numbers, and you guys build all these graphics. And here's the kicker to the whole thing, Rich. If you remember, we won the special section of for the North Carolina <laughs> Press Association Award for that year. You, That's I, and Michelle. Crazy. Is that not insane, dude, for yeah, whatever year that crazy. was? Uh, 2007, I believe. Side note to that is, why does Wells always sound like Burt Reynolds in Gator? <laughs> no, I've got one even better, and I think he even kind of looks like him too, dude. Okay, clear your mind. No, 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 no. Clear your mind because I'm going to tell you who it is, and I swear to God, you're going to go, oh, my God, Hank, you're right. Wells Gullage is Eastern North Carolina's Matthew McConaughey think about yeah i knew you were gonna say that yeah i can see that (laughs) dude i'm not talking about just the way he's saying hey bo no the draw and all that yeah i got you now we just got to get wells to give us uh uh all right all right all right (laughs) and i'm I'm sure being down at the beach for that time in wilmington probably didn't help that at all oh dude it is probably just exasperated that dude it is it is absolutely you're right man i mean i get to see him get to see him a couple times a year you know he played his team played in the uh brandon ingram invitational this past year the brandon ingram mok classic and uh, then he won his 400th game, and I was honored to be able to go down and MC that at uh, Ashley High School for him. And, dude, he's the same guy, man. He's the same guy as he was when you got to know him back in the mid-2000s. And it just now, dude, he, he's got a little goatee. He's got a little gray in his goatee now, man. But other than that, dude, he's the exact same person, man. <laughs> Uh, he's such a good guy man but how in the world did we get off on this tangent man i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know i'm not even gonna try to backtrack and try to figure it out but uh richard uh i called you richard walker richard clark 
on the uh, Spence Automotive guest line with us right now. And uh, like I said, I, well, I know somehow we got from uh, how Junie is just everything he does, it is pretty much for love of the game. I mean, that's one of the things I can't understand. I mean, he gives the coverage that he gives. And, you know, I'm well, not just see- love of the game. I, I just don't think the public understands what's going to happen to local news here over the next 15 years. They, they just don't. And, and, you know, because I'll give you the example. The analogy is I remember when we first started talking about all this 15 years ago, and I would say there will not be a paper around here. And the people that we work with and the people around us would be like, there's always a paper here. There's always going to know. And you're getting ready and you're seeing it right now. Right now. Richard, so no. Hey, listen, for people who think that Richard is being hyperbolic or he's exaggerating right now, <laughs> Dude, and and I have told you this for a while. I've said it here on the show. I've said it uh, behind your back. I've said it to your face. Dude, you called so many things. I Here's the thing that I remember that, you know, we had the best press uh, at the free press. I'm talking about the press that the newspapers mm-hmm. came off. Well, I'm saying that for people who may not know what I'm talking about. But the press that the newspapers came off of, remember, dude, we would have the uh, – you know, when Goldsboro's press went down, the News Argus, they would send their plates to us and we would print it for them. I remember doing it for Greenville a couple of times. And hell, you know this a lot better than I do because you stayed to, until the papers came out every single night. With or without kidney stones, you would stay every single night. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and, I mean, Wilson, I remember us printing the Wilson paper a couple of times. But I remember you saying this. And I had not heard it from anywhere else. And you were like, you do know. The day is coming when we're not going to, you know, print our own papers. We're going to send them somewhere else. And I thought you were full of, uh, oh, let's, uh, let's get this radio yeah. ready here. I thought you were crazy. How about that? Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> but better. I did. But I did. I was like, dude, what are you talking about, man? This press, it's the best press in Eastern North Carolina. They had just spent tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to upgrade it and do all this stuff. And Richard Clark, I think it was within two years or it wasn't long after that that we were shipping off our printing what at that time down to Newburn. I guess they disassembled our press and took parts of it down there. And, and dude, you called that one. Then you were like, uh, like you said, uh, there, you know, there's not going to be a paper here, uh, within 15, 20 years. And I thought you were just like, dude, the free press has been around since 1868. Come on, Richard Clark. What the hell are you talking about? You know, and I guess technically it's still there. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, uh, hey, I needed some laughter this morning. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no okay. kidding, right? Yeah, dude. This just the shell of it is still around, dude. It's uh, there's no bouncing back from uh, going to the point. The point is, well, the, 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 as high, as toned down and focused down that, that Junius is on local sports, it will not be like that shortly. Even TV, who right now you get Brian North, your friend, our friend, and you get some of these other stations, that's going to go by the wayside, too. The money's not there anymore. Um, If you speak to anybody in any of these kind of businesses, they'll tell you the same thing. The money's not there. So what's going to end up happening is they're going to keep cutting and keep cutting, and they won't be able to cover it anymore. I'm actually surprised that they still do the Friday night football stuff. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, and – when you, uh, you know, it's ha- like you said, it's happening in newspapers. I mean, I guess, I guess I don't really get a chance to see it. I see Chris Miller on, uh, on Twitter and it looks like he's putting stuff out there, but I mean, Jacksonville, the Jack, I guess the Jacksonville daily news is still, you know, doing sports, but dude, I can't, yeah. I, the free press hasn't in so long. Does the new Bern sun journal? I don't even know, dude. 
No, um, I think technically Chris Miller is supposed to be writing stuff for them as well, but I don't know that for certain. And we're not so integrating I mean, him. That, he's, that, a one, he's basically no, now a one-man operation. That, that would be a question. That would be a question for that guy who was on your show. Trevor Donnell, yeah. Trevor does uh, – and I like Trevor personally. I mean, I, not that I know him super well, but he's on Mark Panicelli's show. And the, the thing I'll say about him, and I'll even – well, I guess technically he's the editor of the Free Press too. He's the editor of the Free yeah, Press, he is. the Sun Journal, and the uh, Daily News. But uh, as people who you and I lived through the whole, uh, well, I never. Thank God I was never there. I think I was there for a month with Gatehouse or with uh, not Gatehouse with uh, Gannett. Yeah, but uh, that they, uh, you know, I mean, not that you're supposed to be a company man. Is the reason I left. It was the reason you left. We just couldn't do it anymore. But, uh, you know, he's only trumpeting what they're telling him. So if they're telling him, hey, hey, uh, we're going to cut all your news staff, but we're going to do more news coverage, then that's the message that he's supposed to send out, you know? Well, I, sometimes I think that they, how can I word this? Since I don't offend <laughs> anybody. I, I think sometimes they bring people in that are new to the whole thing so they don't see what's coming, so they don't know any better. So they'll say these things and then believe them when they say them because they don't know that what's coming is the opposite of what they're saying. Because I don't know how anybody would think that they were going to do anything different if you'd been in our business more than 10 minutes. I know. Because I told you that was what was going to happen when we had the conversation prior to his interview. No, I, yes, you did. You did. I mean, we've been in this long enough to know what they were going to do. They won't go come in and spend a ton of money to hire people to do all this, that, and a third. The money's not there. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. Well, have you seen so, how much an individual copy? Uh, and now we're down to one day a week here in Kinston, obviously, yeah. as people know. And, and Jacksonville and Newburgh, too, or maybe three. Might be three days. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But have you seen how much an individual copy is? Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's like $2 a, a copy. Well, now that it's yeah. a weekly, I guess you can quasi-justify that. But, dude, when it was still a daily here in Kinston, what, uh, eight months ago, whatever it was, Dude, they were trying to sell those things for $2 a copy for an eight-page paper, dude. So do the math. Yeah. You're paying 25 cents a page for... Yeah. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Going, dude, dude. Come dude. on down here when you go to the beach and pick one of ours up. It's still 75 cents. I did. Uh, when we were down there for... Uh, what were we down there for? And I bought a copy of the paper, dude. Not no that good. I cared one thing that was in there. Nothing. I'm not denigrating your work, dude. I mean, you know... Oh, no, I no, felt no. like I needed to, to get a copy, and I bought a copy, dude, uh, just, well, we just to support you down in Carteret County. What was I down there for? Oh, it was uh, when uh, LCC was in the uh, – uh, Yeah, played over to Big Rock. Exactly, yeah. I was on my way to the game. I stopped and got me a drink, and there was uh, right there at the front. I was like, give me that. So I bought a copy of it just to support my friend Richard Clark and J.J. <laughs> Smith, okay? <laughs> Well, we appreciate it. So I hope you enjoyed that 75 cents. Did you did you get a little bump in your salary that week when I did that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, as we always well, do. we're way off course here. You talk about being way off course. Yes, we are. But uh, and as we're doing this live, I keep uh, uh, waiting for updates from uh, his mom when he, go, when he goes back to the back. He's not been taken back yet is the latest message that I got. Uh, from Good. that. So I'm just trying to keep people up to, okay, dude, let's give a solid 20 minutes here to, uh, NBA playoffs, dude. I, I just don't get it. Richard. Here's the part that I want you to explain. My first question to you is game one 
Uh, now, the Celtics behind. Three games and none, obviously, to the Miami Heat. Uh, game four of that series is tonight. Um, but Richard, here's what I want you to explain. Game one in Boston, Celtics were nine-point favorites. They lose that game. Game two, they're ten-point favorites, Richard. They lose that game. Game three in Miami. I don't know if you noticed this or not. You're not a, I don't think you're a totally a big betting guy, but did you see the spread for game three? Yeah, it was a five. five. Well, it started at five. It did. Oh, ooh, it worked its way down to four and a half, but the Celtics were favored by four and a half points in a game that they lost by 26. And game four, I haven't even looked at it. Let me look just to satisfy my curiosity. If mine is not favored by five, then there's something wrong. My dude, <laughs> Miami by a point and a half. Wow. Dude, please, for the love of all that is good and holy, Richard Clark from the Carteret County News Times of Carolina Coast Online.com, please try to explain this to me. I guess there's somebody with deep pockets that keeps betting on Boston and moving that line because I, I don't get it either. Either that or this is like one of the biggest disrespects in the history of sports because at this point, why would you do anything anti-Miami Heat at this point? I mean, what are they? They have proven now for three rounds that everybody that's talking about basketball doesn't know squat. It's pretty much what they've proved. Proven. No. What's crazy to me, Rich, is that uh, I just don't get it. I, I honest to God, don't get it. When we were sitting here a week ago, you know, had you on the show. Now, we moved you to Wednesday, but still, it was uh, we hadn't even had game one yet. And you and I are talking, and I'm thinking, it, you know, hey, much respect to the Heat. I don't think it's going to be a pushover. Jimmy Butler is a playoff Jimmy and has just been amazing. As uh, our hero, Bill Simmons, calls him the zombie Heat. I mean, we knew it was going to be a tough series. I didn't think that the Celtics were going to sweep their way through, but I thought eh, it's going to be pretty, you know, the Celtics are going to win in six games. It might even go seven, but, but I, I think it's going to be Celtics in six. Where did we, okay. I get the, with you being my basketball guy, but it's not just you. I mean, everybody in the world, nobody, nobody was saying heat in four or heat in five, dude. Where did we get the, where did you, where did I, where did Bill Simmons, where did Stephen A. Smith, every basketball expert we know, where did we all get this wrong, dude? I really believe we got it wrong with, in this particular instance, with uh, one, the coaching of Miami is head and shoulders above the people he's been going against. Um, you saw it really show it's showing up in this series because honestly, it's a rookie head coach on the other side um, that's been kind of thrust into this spotlight. But um, he outcoached. Tibbs in the Knicks series pretty pretty severely. So I think that's really what you're seeing, and those things are hard to quantify. Well, like I said, dude, I mean, we talked last Wednesday uh, before game one, and uh, I, I believe you said in six, right? Celtics in six? Yeah. And I think yeah, that's what sure I said, I too. I said Celtics in six. Maybe it could go seven just with the respect of Spolstra. Dude, you know, the the old adage, not adage, but the old thought process has always been, Richard, that, you know, at high school, yeah, coaching is important, obviously. In college, it's important. We've seen it. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a season before this year, Richard, that coaching has just really reared its head here and shown us how important it is 
to have a good coach at the professional level. We've really seen it this year, haven't we? We absolutely have. And and I think we oftentimes forget that there are some X's and O's to this and at least in-game adjustments, if nothing else, because we just assume that their main job is massaging egos. Um, you kind of saw it in the TV series Ted Lasso this year with the addition of a star, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it's kind of the same thing. So we kind of thought that's all they did, but Spolster's showing us that that's not the case. Um, he's made some shrewd adjustments that – only basketball nerds or whatever would recognize, but they are, they've been really, really solid moves. I didn't want to interrupt you because you were on a roll there and it was good, but did you just drop a Ted Lasso reference? I did. <laughs> are you called, are you called up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not completely. No, well, then I'm not going to say anything, dude. dude. Yeah. Don't say nothing else. Oh, I'm not. I, the only thing I'm going to say is just an overall statement of it may be the best show on, uh, well, I guess you can't, I, I guess you call it television. It's on Apple TV, but, uh, man, what, what a great show, dude. I, my, my I we eagerly anticipate when it comes out, uh, every week. See, you're behind You're you're a fan and I know you're right. a fan, but dude, if you're a real fan, you'd be eagerly anticipating every Wednesday when that bat, the next episode comes out, which by the way, they were only supposed to be 10 episodes. They've added an extra episode this year, dude. Uh, 100% disagree. I hate watching shows like that now. <laughs> and, and I think that, yeah, and I think the people that are making, they're making huge mistakes by doing this. Why? You know, well, I know we're getting off task. Just, I don't care, man, but yeah, why? Just drop them. Just drop them all as a series so people can watch them <laughs> however they want. That way, look. You, you you get it both ways. I understand why they do what they do. They want the water cooler talk and yep, all that yep. stuff. But this, if you do it the other way, then if somebody wants to watch it every Wednesday, they can do that. And then the people like me that want to watch <laughs> three or four in a row can do that. Uh, you know, it's it's the same. as It's like driving. We always got to slow down to the slowest person. And this is how <laughs> they've gone back to this. Dude, I love that. What a good analogy. Keep going, though. That's That's true, though. I, I just wish they'd go back to the to the dropping the series as a whole, but you know HBO kind of did this and they've had success in it, so I, I think it's probably here to stay. But man, I, I like this so much better when they drop them all, you know, because that's what that's what I did. I'm waiting now till they're pretty close to being done, so I can go and watch three or four at a time. Hey, what was the first show that you binged, dude? Do you remember? Because I know first mine. Show, I can no. tell you mine for sure. What was it? Oh, Breaking Bad. I had not, uh, I had heard yeah. everybody talking about, oh my God, Breaking Bad. It's the best show. And, and I'm one thing I do kind of promise a phone. Yes. I'm a big Nike guy and yes, I'm a big, whatever, you know, I'm a brand loyal guy, but I've, I've, I've prided myself on not being that guy that does what everybody, oh, you've got to, you know, da, da, da. that's right. You didn't, I didn't know Jay-Z until you introduced me <laughs> when he was already. <laughs> and then I discovered, if you remember, I discovered JV, Jay-Z because yeah, of you. And yeah, yeah. then I became the biggest Jay-Z fan for a couple of years. And you would just shake your head at me like, dude, you know, that song you're listening to is like, <laughs> you, you remember saying that yeah. I would come in oh, doing yeah. not singing 99 problems. And you would be like, dude, that came out like five or six years ago. Get with it, man. Come on. Uh, but, uh, but that's the way I was with breaking bad. Everybody was talking about, Oh my God, it's such a great show. And then I was like, okay, we'll try it. Watch the first couple episodes. And then I binge, uh, in their, their final season, I binged that whole season until I called up to the final two episodes and watched the final two episodes live, dude. And I just fell in wow. love with it. But you're right, dude. I fell in love with, uh, binging at that point, dude. But 
I don't know. There is something to say for, you know, and I've binged a lot of shows, as you have too, and I know uh, Gwen probably has. Gwen has. I know Linda has. But there's something to be said for, you know, taking it like eating a fine meal, you know, and not just, you know, and uh, gulping it down and all that. But, you know, taking your time and, you know, gently cutting into that steak and, you know, taking that bite and savoring all the juices and everything and how it was seasoned and everything other than just, you know, cutting a 16-ounce steak into four bites and eating it that way, you know? If you say so. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. There you go. You're the, you're the one in the meeting making sure that I don't get to watch it all at one time. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm that guy, dude. That's for sure. But Like uh, I said, it does. I don't like, I hate it like that. And I will not watch shows on that exact purpose for that exact reason. Wow. Even if it looks like something I want to watch. Because I, I just don't like it. I want to watch it when I want to watch it. Um, you know. It's just what it is. And I really don't like the cliffhanger deal where you got to wait a week to find out, you know, who shot Jr. <laughs> so, I mean, that's crazy. Well, what's the, uh, what's the show, uh, that's, oh, why am I Ozark Ozark. Did you ever watch any of that? Yes. Oh my yeah. God, dude. What a great Ozark. Good. Really yeah, good. Yeah. You know, the, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I've told you the guy that wrote breaking bad lived in my neighborhood. Wait. I grew up. He's in my high school class. He, he lives. He lives a mile from my parents, or he did. He doesn't know. Are you kidding me? No, I didn't know him. I mean, we were in the same uh, subdivision, but you know, we're talking about suburbs of Richmond. He's a huge development. Wow. And uh, but we rode the same bus, and we lived less than a mile apart. We just hung out in different circles. So I am not claiming to be friends or any of that kind of <laughs> stuff. I know who he is, and I, you know that's it. Uh, that's what had. I say about Zach Galifianakis, dude, is, you know, he, gra- I've graduated from North, uh, Wilkes high school in 1987. He graduated from Wilkes central high school in 1987. The only time in people, you know, when I'll bring it up, Oh my God, you don't know. No, I don't know him at all. He was on the quiz bowl. T- hey, you ready for me to put my geek hat here on for a second here, rich. He was on the no, quiz bowl team it. for Wilkes central. And I was on the quiz bowl team for uh, North Wilkes. And I remember his name there, but that's it, dude. I mean, he didn't play sports. I didn't know him, you know, through that right, all. And, right. but uh but i just remember seeing that long last name and being like wow i wonder how you say that you know in my yeah. that, that, that was my north wilkes voice there dude no, uh, i bet anyway <laughs> listen richard clark uh boston celtics uh game uh, game four tonight dude do they any ch- any chance in the wide wide world of sports that uh that uh the celtics it, if you were putting their odds at from zero, absolutely no chance to a hundred, they're going to win this thing. What are the, what are, what is the percentage they come back? Oh, let's say first that they win tonight's game. Let's, let's do that first. The only way they win tonight is if Jimmy and them take the night off. But I, I would, I would hedge against that because Jimmy and, Kyle Lowry and all those guys, they've been around long enough to know what matters. And especially when they, saw what happened last night so you know they they don't need the added games because they're older than the nuggets are plus you got to go to denver and i think one of the things we saw in the last series not to veer to that series is that that altitude affects affects the players especially the older ones so uh, i think jimmy and them want to get this thing done um it's been it's been really really eye-opening and this could be one of those seminal moments for the Celtics or at least this group of Celtics. 
Well, let's uh, let's. Okay, you didn't give me the number though that they win tonight's game zero to a hundred percent. the Heat winning or the Celtics winning? That the Celtics, the Celtics winning about let's say let's call it twenty percent. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think the Heat closed this out. What about zero to a hundred? They come back and make history and. Uh, Mark Panicelli zero. gave uh, zero. Okay, Mark Panicelli gave me a good. No, <laughs> nah, dude, it is what it is, man. Panicelli gave me a good number last night and it did, or yesterday's show, and now I can add one more to it. Zero and one fifty. Do you know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, oh, and one fifty in a hundred and fifty times in NBA history oh, that a, yeah, that a yeah. team has been behind three games to none. That the team that's behind has come back and won the series. Oh, and one fifty, dude. You so you don't think there's going to be a one and one fifty? I guess it's got to happen at some point, right? Uh, I mean, we used to say that about that one and sixteen in the NCAA tournament too. So, yep. Well, there you go, Danny. Hey, hey. (laughs) I take that a little personally, you know. Good lord. Uh, this is hey uh, on the line with us right now, my friend Richard Clark. This, Can you hear a, him laughing? This is a family show. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, let's uh, let's give a couple minutes over to uh, the other side. Uh, the Western Conference Finals, which wrapped up last night with a four game sweep of uh, the L.A. Lakers by the Denver Nuggets. And dude, hey, I, in the interest of full disclosure, I was asleep when it ended. Uh, but uh, I know you were up watching it. Just uh, recap last night's game for us and just recap that series for us. Well, I think last night you saw they were a little bit different than the other three games. Uh, LeBron came out on fire. He had 31 in the first half. Uh, ended up with only 40, and they lost. So I think that tells you what you kind of need to know. Um, the, the Nuggets are, as long as Jovic is out there, they're the best team. And the, what he does for the rest of the guys is – top-notch. I mean, it's Larry Bird-esque stuff. It's as good as it gets. If you don't enjoy watching him play, you simply don't like basketball. It's as simple as that. Uh, if you like basketball, watching that guy play is is the real thing. Well, I again, you you have been – I, I guess I could say this, this isn't derogatory towards you or him, but you've been a Jokic uh, disciple for a while now. I mean, uh, you've been, yeah. uh, you didn't just start talking about him this year. You've been talking about him for a while now. And, and dude, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, just, uh, you know what? I wonder how much of it has to do. And I'm just going to say it, dude, of just how goofy looking he is. And I'm not trying to denigrate the man. I mean, God knows I'm a goofy looking dude too, but I mean, he doesn't have that that sleek, good-looking, you know, like LeBron or uh, even Joel Embiid is not goofy-looking. I mean, Nikola Jokic is just – he doesn't look – he doesn't – he looks like a guy that you would pick uh, – I mean, I guess if you discount his height, that if you were – Yeah, discount his height. Yeah, discount his height. Dude, he wouldn't be picked until the, the lower – he would be like me. He wouldn't be picked until the final three or four people, you know? That's exactly right. And, and you know, there is some undercurrent to that, that the game is, um, let's say, monopolized by certain types, and he isn't one of those. Um, so he, automatically that stands out. But And he doesn't look – if he wasn't seven feet, if he was 6'2", you'd be like, wow, can this guy actually chew bubblegum and walk at the same time? But <laughs> That's a good way to put he, it. He's, you know, honestly – for lack of a better way to say it, he's basically the 
you know, Serbian Larry Bird. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> the Serbian Larry Bird. I, I love mean, because, you know, he kind of has that same look. If you, if you just put him on a tractor and didn't have him speak and put a flannel shirt on him, you'd think it was Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, because that accent would give it away. Hey, can you stay with yeah. us about five minutes or so into our second hour? Yeah, sure. We're good. No, I appreciate it. Okay, let's wrap up this first hour then. Hey, thank you for listening to the first hour of uh, the Brian Hanks Show. Coming up in our second hour, Richard Clark from the Carteret County News Times. He's going to hang out here with us for a few more minutes into that. And then Scott Scooter Rogers from ECU Baseball, live from Clearwater, Florida, on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.